Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast to another Sunday recap episode. I'm so thankful that you're here, and I'm so excited for things that we have coming up on the podcast. I Hopefully you can hear it in my voice how excited I am. We just placed an order the this afternoon for some new mics for the podcast. I, told, I think I told you guys before that um, the place that we order all of our sound equipment from, these mics that we wanted were on... Um, like back order, but we got the notification today that they were in, so they should be here this week, which means that there are going to be so many more opportunities for things we can do here on the podcast, and kind of my theme for today, because it goes along with the message and just things that are on my heart, and it goes along with this podcast, is that there is an invitation And we'll talk about what that means in regards to the message a little later, but for right now, you are invited just to come along on what I feel like is this part two of the podcast. We've done so many great episodes about, I say we, it's been mostly me, I'm talking about you and me, we together. Um, There's been so many episodes about Bible study, and I hope that you've learned from them, and then of course the Sunday recap But I'm excited to have some people on the podcast with me to talk about their Bible study habits, but just also life, living for the Lord and what that means just in every way. And it's going to be so much fun. So you're invited along on that journey with me. Hopefully here in the next few weeks, some of those episodes will be coming out and I'm just, I'm thrilled because I think this is episode 70, it's either 77 or 78. We are so close to 5,000 downloads, like so it'll probably happen this week. And we're also close to the one year, I, I say we're close, it's in like January or February, but the one year of this podcast and it's been fun. Like I've had so much fun talking to you guys about the Bible and about studying, but also just about a really big part of my life, which is Sunday. I don't really even know how to describe it without sounding like weird, but um, you guys listen to this. So I think that you can relate when I say that my life has always revolved around Sundays. Even growing up, my family was in the ministry Every day either pointed towards Sunday or pointed back to the past Sunday. And then as an adult and as um, someone who is in the ministry and my husband is a pastor and just Sunday is so important. And the Bible says not to lift one day above another. And so that's not what I'm trying to do here. But um, because I know that we can be the church and we can love people and we can love God on any day of the week, but I see Sunday as such an incredible opportunity to come together and it's a day that we set aside for the express purpose of being with like-minded believers and maybe some people who are not 
do not believe. That's the hope that they would come and that we get to sing and we get to worship and that we get to hear from the Word of God. So, anyways, all of that to say, I love Sunday. I love it and I love talking about it with you guys. So, let's talk about this Sunday, today, or yesterday, maybe for you. I don't know. It was a good one. And the message was so good. I said that we were talking about an invitation. And Joseph's message today was an invitation to believers to find rest. And it was just so perfect. And it was moving. And I can't wait to tell you about it. But I also want to tell you about some other things too. So let's just get started. Okay, where do I even begin? I want to, I don't know if you guys just heard that. Lazarus is helping me record the podcast today. I told Joseph, we got to get Martha out of here because we were at the, we went to the football game in Knoxville yesterday. So we were gone all day, which um, my sister-in-law and Jay Lee came and hung out with the dogs, but we weren't with them. And then we were gone at church all morning this morning. So Martha was just absolutely crazy. If you know Martha, and maybe even if you don't know Martha, you've heard her on the podcast, you know how she is. She's crazy. And so um, Joseph took Martha to see her grandma and left me and Laz here to record the podcast. So Laz is sitting right here next to me. He just sniffed the microphone, so you might have heard that. But um, he's a good boy. Anyways, what was I saying? something about church. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if you guys know this. This is what I wanted to talk about first. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, my granddad started the church that we pastor now that we attend and, or the congregation. And he started it in his home in like a cabin in his backyard. But then we built the building that we're in right now. We built it in, I want to say 1998. Yes, that's right, because this year, next Sunday, we're celebrating 25 years of hope, and um, it's going to be so much fun. We have a special speaker coming in next week, and it's always a good time just to celebrate, you know, what God's done at Hope, but it's been 25 years, and so this morning, one of our members was took up the offering and made the announcements and Joseph asked her to also share like a memory that she had from when the church got started when we were in the cabin at my grandma and granddad's house and so she shared a funny story and one of her memories and so I want to share one of mine too really quickly let's see there's a lot that I could share but I'm going to share one from when we first built the church, so I was eight years old when the church got built. So it was 1999, right? Maybe I was seven, then I turned eight. I don't know. Anyways, we built the church, and a few years after we built the church, we had our first lock-in. Do you guys remember lock-ins? I don't know why that was a thing and who came up with it and why anyone thought it was fun. And I never hear about churches having lock-ins now, probably because just the word itself sounds totally creepy and wrong, but it was a lock-in and we had like the youth group plus some, uh, there were adults there, of course, 
we had a lock-in. So the premise, in case you've never heard of it, is that everyone is locked in the building and you don't leave and you stay up all night. It's a nightmare. It's a literal nightmare having a lock-in. But we had a lock-in and it was so cool because, you know, all my friends at school, their churches had lock-ins and all of this. And so we had our first lock-in and we stayed up. I remember playing card games and board games. I remember watching a movie and we had our little sleeping bags on the floor in case we got tired. And then we ate so much junk so much. I'm wondering now, I need to ask someone if we had more than one lock-in, because I feel like I might be mixing up memories, but there was one lock-in. I got sick because staying up and not sleeping all night plus eating junk food is not a good combination for me. Anyways, that just a church memory of a child who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s lock-ins. It's, they're bad. They're so bad, okay? But speaking of not getting any sleep, see, this was the perfect segue. I didn't even mean to do it, but speaking of not getting any sleep, Joseph's message today was actually about an invitation to rest, and I'd like to say I need no invitation to rest, but I really do. I have a hard time with resting. Um, If there's like a to-do list or things I feel like I should be doing, I have a really hard time. I can't even sit down and watch a TV show or a movie unless I have something else to work on while I watch it because I just have this thing that I can't rest. It's a problem. But Joseph's message was about rest, and he used the scripture from Matthew 11 and... The key verse is Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29, but I'm going to read a few before and a few after, and then we'll talk about this. So Matthew 11, and I'm scrolling, sorry. Here we go. I'm just, I'll just start with 28. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I love these scriptures. I might have talked about it in an episode before, because I feel like I did. That these scriptures are the scriptures that my grandmother read, and when she read them, she came to believe in Jesus, that he was real. Because that's what drew her in, is, is the rest. She needed rest. And she had looked for it in so many other places and hadn't been able to find it, but she found it in Jesus. So these verses are very special to me anyways. um, And Joseph asked, he started his message um, in icebreaker fashion, which we don't normally do this, but just asking like who likes to take naps on Sundays. And I was raised in a family of serious Sunday nappers. I was just telling Joseph yesterday that I remember laying on the couch and someone turning the TV on to like racing, like NASCAR racing, and just listening to the cars go around and around. And we didn't turn it on to watch racing. We turned it on to sleep to because there was no TV actually being watched on Sunday afternoons. Everyone 
went to sleep. I think my mom and dad even tell the story of when I was a baby or when one of us girls were little, coming home and driving home from church, we would fall asleep in our like baby car seat and they would just get the car seat out and put it in the bed with them because they didn't want to wake us up because they had to take a Sunday nap. It's serious. It's serious. And as you know, it's funny too, thinking about that, but we need rest. And Joseph shared this statistic about how um, sleep deprived we are as a nation and how sleep deprivation leads to all of these other medical concerns like sleep deprivation can lead to high blood pressure it can lead to depression and um he told this story about us on us last night so he told a story on himself but i'll tell a story on me we went to knoxville yesterday which is about a three and a half three three and a half hour drive from for us and we went to see the vols play football and the game started at for Eastern time. So it's an hour ahead for us. You know, last about four hours. So we left there at seven. We parked way far away because we didn't, anyways, we had to park super far away. And then we got like stuck in the parking garage because traffic was backed up. So it was eight before we left. And then we had to stop at Bucky's on the way home. <laughs> you know, needed to, had to. Stop at Bucky's and get our, you know, brisket sandwich. Or we had a, y'all don't care if we had a turkey club. But anyways, I told Joseph after, he was like, if I get something to eat and get a drink, I'll be fine. I can drive us home. I was like, okay, and if you need me, I will help. No, I was no help. I slept. I fell straight asleep. I never sleep in the car. Never. But I fell asleep. And I woke up and I was like, Joseph, are you okay? He said, no, I'm not okay, but we were already in Nashville, so it was too late for me to take over driving, but I did feel like talking after then, so that worked, worked out, but as a nation, we're sleep deprived, and thinking about just the absence of rest, um, probably the first way we think about it is for our physical bodies, but, you know, there's also this deprivation, if you want to say, of rest for us, like mentally and emotionally and spiritually too and I you know there are people who like work really hard physically sometimes will say that like people who sit at a desk and work on a computer they don't understand you know they couldn't possibly actually be tired um but people who have to use their brains all day not that people who work physically don't have to use their brains but you know people who are just constantly like troubleshooting and working through problems or like think about teachers who get asked 600 questions before lunchtime, you know, who are responsible. It's a different kind of tired. That's what I'm getting at. There are different kinds of tired. So there's physically tired, mentally tired, emotionally tired, spiritually tired. And they all, sometimes they all come together at once. But this message, I guess, is really about that spiritually being spiritually tired, but I want to say that being spiritually tired can can make you mentally and emotionally tired too because you're striving and you're trying to do everything on your own instead of going to the Lord, and that will take a toll on you mentally and emotionally, which will also take a toll on you physically. So anyways, cleared that up, and I wrote in my notes, Joseph didn't say this, but I have to remind myself of this all the time. 
that there is no prize for being a hard the hardest worker. You don't get a medal. You don't get a trophy. I feel like that's a very, that's something in our culture that people want to brag on. Well, I only had this many hours sleep or I never get to sit down. I, I, I do it myself. Oh, I don't really watch TV. I'm just so busy. Like there's no prize for being the busiest person besides like people saying, oh, wow, you're the busiest person I know. And I don't know if that is supposed to make you feel any kind of way, but I don't know. There's just not a price for it. But we act like there is. And when Jesus said these words, Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's talking to people who are tired. And of course, I love to look at the historical context. He's talking to the Jewish nation. He's talking to the children of Israel when he says this. And it was more than just a physical tiredness that he was addressing. It was that they had been for years and decades or generations following the law and having to do every single thing right and following all of these rules and making all of these sacrifices. And now Jesus has come and he's telling them that He's come to fulfill the law and to free them of that. But you have the Pharisees who are still there saying, no, you, it has to be done this way. Can you imagine how exhausting that would have been? Not just to live your everyday life and go to work and take care of your family, but also in the back of your mind always that you couldn't break any of these like spiritual laws, if you will, or you couldn't do xyz and you had to make sacrifices and when you made the sacrifices they had to be made in this certain way and in this sort certain order it had to be exhausting absolutely exhausting there's a few examples of this i'm thinking about an episode of the chosen i don't know if you guys watch that show i really like it um there's an episode of the chosen where jesus disciples they like pluck some grain and they're eating it, and then they realize it's the Sabbath, and they freak out because they weren't supposed to do that. You're not supposed to cook, or I don't know if you aren't supposed to eat, but you're not supposed to do any kind of work. And Jesus tells them it's okay, and the Pharisees are like, how dare you? You're not supposed to do that. And he references that David ate the table, ate the table. He ate the bread from the table of showbread in the tabernacle. You know, when his men were hungry. And um, there's also the story of Jesus. He healed the man on the Sabbath and the Pharisees got so mad at him. And so it was all about just following all of these rules. And that's who Jesus is talking to when he says, come to me and I will give you rest. But this is, I think this was the the best part of the message. And I'm, because I've, <laughs> I've never thought about it like this. So, Verse 28 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly. In heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the word is yoke, Y-O-K-E, not yolk like an egg, but yoke, Y-O-K-E. And it's the piece of wood that would go on the back of an ox that would like harness it where he would, the ox would pull 
Um, and so when we think about the yoke, it's work. A yoke that you put on an ox, it represents work. And so he says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy, all who labor, who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke upon you. And this was the question Joseph posed. He says, is Jesus offering us rest or is he asking us to work? Or, he also said, the better question might be, what is the work that Jesus has asked us to do that will in turn give us rest? So I want to look at another verse that Joseph shared. It's so good. Um, it's in John chapter 6, and it's verse 29. The question is, what is the work he's asked us to do that will in turn give us rest? John chapter 6, verse 29 says, Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. So, that kind of answers that question. The work is to believe. To believe that in Jesus and to believe that he is God. And it's that first part of the verse, come to me. When he says that, it's about believing. It's about believing that he is who he says he is and trusting him. And a lot of us believe that Jesus is God, but we don't trust him like he's God. Because if we did, then we would have true rest. We could let things go knowing that God is going to take care of it. Okay, I love this that Joseph also said, when the verse, come to me, I've quoted it a million times. You're going to know this verse after this episode ends. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He doesn't say how he's going to give us rest. He doesn't say when he's going to give us rest. He doesn't say where he's going to give us rest. But he says who will give us rest. So Jesus, he doesn't give us all the details about how the rest is going to come. He just says for us to come to him. He doesn't want us to worry about the how or the where or the when. He wants us to know the who, who it is that gives us rest. And that's why it's so important that we know who Jesus is, that he is God and that he is able and that we put our trust in him. And Joseph ended his message today with really just this plea to our church and it was, so, it was from the heart, and so I want to make a plea with you all today, too, that's from my heart. If you haven't experienced the rest that comes from knowing Jesus, and I'm not talking about physical rest, although that may be a byproduct of it. I'm talking about a spiritual rest where your mind is clear, so when you lay your head down at night, you can sleep because you know that God's going to take care of it. If you haven't experienced that, then take the time right now, today, to go to him. Come to Jesus and let tell him that you believe in him and that you need that rest that he's promised. And whatever it is that's keeping you up at night, whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it is that um, has taken your rest, rest away from you, give it to him and leave it with him, trusting that he's going to take care of it.
because he will, because he's good, because he's God. And all right, I want to end with this scripture. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, and then I'm going to be done. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Hey, it's me again. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, would you consider leaving a review or rating it? I would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get into the hands, the ears of other people who need to hear about the Word of God. And if you've listened before, you know how I like to end every podcast. You are a Bible reader. You can understand the Word of God, and you will be changed by what you read. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.